Hello and welcome to Hospitality Hot Dish, fresh from the oven. I am Kate Conroy, Vice President of Strategic Partnerships here at Hospitality Minnesota, which is a member-driven organization dedicated to educating, supporting, and advocating for Minnesota's hospitality industry. What you can expect from the hot dish are conversations with restaurants, hotels, resorts, campgrounds, and the allied members who support those businesses in the state of Minnesota. We release a new episode every other Thursday, so be on the lookout for those. Speaking of which, you can find The Hot Dish just about anywhere you can download a podcast. We even put them up on YouTube, so check us out. And don't forget to leave a five-star review so that the algorithm gets us in front of other awesome people just like you. Special shout out to today's sponsor, Cafe and Bar Sa. Overlooking Loring Park, this iconic restaurant is located in one of the most charming neighborhoods in Minneapolis. Known for a thoughtful, delicious menu and warm hospitality, the restaurant is an ideal setting for cozy date nights, engaging corporate dinners, and private celebrations of all shapes and sizes. With me today is Howard Anderson, Chief Operating Officer at Odyssey Resorts. Howard, say hi and let the audience hear your voice. Good morning and hello. How are How, how is everybody? We are doing just fine. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today. Sure thing. Happy to do it. So first question, right out the gate, hard hitting, what's your favorite hot dish? You know, you know I've struggled with this one uh, in the past, but I, I think I have to just go with the traditional hamburger. But the key is uh, the real crispy tater tots on the top. And, mm. and I, I, I love the tater tot topped uh, uh, hot dish with hamburger and and just a good soup and and some veggies inside. So yeah, just that traditional. Sounds great. I've never had a hamburger hot dish before. My mom uh, uh, grew up in Iowa, but we we did have some Minnesota connections and so that was that was sort of the uh, the one I grew up with and and uh, so it, it holds a little bit. I do love a good company potatoes though so. That cheesy potato side dish, in in case I can't have a hot dish. Who doesn't love cheesy potatoes? My God, right. but hamburger and tater tot sounds really good. You're Very you're good. getting me ready for lunch here. Right, fantastic. Oh my gosh! All right, so Howard, in terms of hospitality, what is your why? That's that's quite a switch from hot dish to my <laughs> why in hospitality. I uh, you know. Uh, it's evolved over time, I can tell you that. Uh, first and foremost, my first job in the industry was as a busboy at the at the top of the Red Lion in Omaha, Nebraska, at their fancy uh, hotel uh, restaurant called Maxine's at the top of the Red Lion in downtown Omaha, and I and I was uh, able to wear just the most uncomfortable brown polyester tuxedo. Uh, possible uh, being a busboy. Wow. Um, but it was super fun. Uh, I really wanted to be a bellman, but I had no experience. So they, they yeah. wanted nothing to do with me. So I cut my teeth in the restaurant and, uh, you know, my folks, uh, uh, my, my grandparents owned a restaurant uh, back in the 60s and early 70s down in Huxley, Iowa, a restaurant called The Fjord. It was sort of a Norwegian or Scandinavian smorgasbord restaurant. Ooh, yum. And, uh, and over the course of my career, uh, after starting in, in restaurants, I went into the hotel business primarily uh, be because of 
the relationships uh, that you can that you can uh, create with customers, and and it's it's impacting the guests that first brought me into the business. Um, that evolved over time, and, and I think my why these days is really creating opportunities and success stories for not only our our guests but but our team members too. And so as you sort of get into these leadership roles, whether it's a, a general manager of a hotel or in my particular case, kind of this multi-property operator approach to things where I had multiple properties over multiple states, including most of them in Minnesota over my career, um, you, you start to realize that part of the reason why you're doing everything you're doing is that you impact the employees and their families. Thanks. And so making sure that we make good decisions to generate the right types of revenue uh, uh, helps, you know, fill people's bank accounts at home. And and to me, that's that's my why is is now it's sort of this combination of fulfilling guests' expectations, but doing more for our employees so that we create a, a, a positive environment for them, somewhere where they like to stay working, uh, putting in their best effort and, and get fairly compensated. And they can, they can enjoy uh, their home life with, you know, food on the table and, and uh, you know, a good home and, and then also enjoy some additional experiences on their own, be able to go take a vacation every once in a while. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, impacting individuals just overall. I think that's, that's sort of been my why. That's a fantastic answer. Um, I want to ask you to tell us a little bit about Odyssey and sure. the different properties that are in Minnesota, because I understand that there's a, a pretty good variety. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> over my shoulder, we have a few photos of, of a few, but certainly people can go to odysseyresorts.com and take a peek, but, but we have nine resorts in Minnesota. Uh, we're, we're the largest total, you know, owner of owner and operator of, of independent resorts in Minnesota. We have, uh, properties, uh, that have been with the company for quite some time. Uh, this prop, this company was started in the eighties. And so, uh, you know, we have a beacon point in, in Duluth. It's uh, right on the water, just gorgeous views of Lake Superior. Uh, we have eight resorts up the shore, starting at Beacon Point. Uh, uh, Larsmont Cottages, which was recently named uh, uh, number one resort for families by Travel and Leisure Magazine readers. Um, just a fantastic, really uh, wonderful resort. When you walk in, the 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 smell of the uh, of the fireplace, just it gives you this warm, cozy feeling, and you're you're right on Lakes Lake Superior, just right next to it. A, a some very small sister property, uh, Breeze Point Cabins on Lake Superior, twelve cabins, cute as can be, little red cabins, just right next to it. You know the cliff edge of of Lake Superior. It's it's wonderful. Uh, Grand Superior Lodge up up the shore. Number one, uh, North Shore destination resort for weddings. We do 60, 70 weddings a year 
at that location, it's 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 incredible. Um, we uh, we have uh, up near Lutzen cabins or uh, up up near Lutzen we have uh, uh, the sea villas and our uh, Lutzen uh, uh, Caribou Highlands Resort. Um, and then across the street we have a a, a cute little hotel uh, called the Mountain Inn, and then. Further up the shore, all the way to Grand Marais, almost to Canada, we have uh, we have East Bay Suites, which which looks out uh, onto uh, uh, one of the bays up in up in Grand Marais, right across the street from World's Best Donuts, which are fantastic, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and That's then just awesome. recently, we we uh, we've been running uh, Rutgers Resort, owned and operated uh, by uh, uh, Odyssey uh, Blackburn uh, Investments, and uh, and and so uh, that's that's really cool because that that property was owned by the Rucker family and it's it's almost 125 years old so it's unbelievable uh, having uh, an opportunity to to have a hand in the operation of that uh, just just a fantastic cute resort in uh, Deerwood Central Minnesota about two hours uh, north uh, west of of the Twin Cities so. Really interesting uh, to be able to do that. It has a marina, golf course, and and some really uh, great food uh, inside Ruby's, which is this hundred year old um, cabin like uh, wood, you know, Yellowstone uh, National Park like feeling, and and uh, and also that that fireplace smell that's incredibly unique, especially when you mix it in with a good. Uh, you know, pine tree sap smell coming off of a lake in the morning. It's it's just fantastic. Oh my gosh. So first of all, I neglected to ask this before, but I really hope that there are pictures of you in that brown tuxedo. I, I'm going to need to see proof. Nope. I, oh, I come so. on. I, th- I know. It was the era <laughs> of Polaroids, so I'm fairly confident they're gone. You lucky devil. I know, um, right? <laughs> Second, Breezy Point got a shout out on this show a couple of episodes ago. I can't remember who it was, but um, later on in this in this episode, I'm going to ask you what your favorite Minnesota escape is. And the answer that that person gave was Breezy Point, which is pretty cool. There you go. And um, the last thing I was going to say is I actually was taken on vacation with a friend's family. Remember, like... I don't know if all families did this. Mine did not. But some families, when you got to be old enough, you got to bring a friend on vacation so that the parents could go do their thing and we could do our thing. I was taken on vacation to Rutgers and it was amazing. That fireplace, that lodge, just the smell. It just smells like camp. It smells like the woods. There's nothing like it on earth. There is no candle. You know how sometimes you can buy a candle and it says, you know, campfire or the lodge or whatever up north? No, there's no candle that can replicate that that aroma, that smell. It's amazing. Absolutely. No, you know what? And that's the beauty of and and maybe we'll come back to this on on my favorite places to visit. But <laughs> you know, you can't replicate that that early morning lakeside right? smell with pine trees and yes! pine cones and other little breeze, little lake breeze. And then mix that in with that that early morning fireplace, uh, real wood smoke 100%. smell. 
and then 125 years of just it absorbing it. Yes. It's pretty darn unique. Yeah. It's so unique and it's just, it's so beautiful. All right. Yeah. So here's a question that I have not officially added to the roster. Are you a uh -oh. sunrise or a bonfire person? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm not sure I can pick. I'll go bonfire. <laughs> I'm bonfire. I don't mind there finishing my day uh, with <laughs> a sweatshirt. Yeah. Just walk back into your cabin and you're like, you smell like that fire. Yes. <laughs> kind of smoke. I, I don't mind that. I don't either. There's yeah, something to good, be said for a good sunrise. I'll tell you what, if you catch some, I've seen some good ones and, uh, uh, they're they're pretty unique. They're, they're, I, yeah, I mean, and sunsets are wonderful, but sunrises are great too. I know, I know. All right, I've thrown enough at you. I think we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and dig a little deeper. Sounds great. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Going to keep going with my good friend Howard, Odyssey Resorts. Howard, what is your favorite Minnesota escape? And I know that that's a Sophie's Choice kind of question for you because you've got a lot to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've been traveling primarily for business uh, all over the state of Minnesota for the last almost 30 years. So uh, I've, I've been lucky enough literally to see nearly every corner of, uh, of the state from Worthington uh, to Winona, um, uh, up all the way to Badette, up on the north, you know, northern border of, of Canada, Lake of the Woods. Um, I've spent a ton of time up and down the north shore of Lake Superior. Um, usually most of my career just up to about Silver Bay or, or two harbors, but, but, uh, later in my the, the last few years, uh, a little further north, and certainly the last year, all the way up to Grand Marais. So I've I've seen a variety of the lakes region in the central part of Minnesota. Um, as we were talking about that that Rutgers experience, and there's there's a handful of of really fun uh, resorts right in that region uh, to choose from that have opportunities there. But I'll tell you what, the North Shore. You, I, I was trying to explain this to our our marketing team just recently. I'm like, and we touched on it just a little bit ago about the the fireplace smell. Yeah. But I'm not sure what's more impressive in Minnesota than an incredibly calm Lake Superior that is like glass. Yeah. That I've seen. It's unbelievable how calming that is when you see it. It's it and it's different than just a than a standard lake because it's so massively large, and usually it's early in the morning, uh, that sunrise kind of experience, which is fantastic to see coming up over Lake Superior because um, it's just such a large body of water and it's amazing, or that November gale level experience that is. It shows the power, and and if and and I'm not sure which one that roar, and it's and it's different than an ocean roar. It that Lake Superior roar with the wind, and maybe some spitting rain, 
or a little little snowflake in the in the air or whatever that roar is amazing and it smells different and it just feels like it's just pounding into the shoreline and the waves just just are they're incredible so those two experiences i'm not sure which one is uh my favorite i will say this the one thing i've not done yet that is on the old minnesota bucket list is a canoe trip through the boundary waters with with a couple Ooh. of portages um I, I have to get to that one at some point but it it just hasn't i just haven't had the the stars align uh to be able to do that and maybe see the northern lights um, which over the course of the next two years supposed to have a pretty darn good chance at seeing. I've never seen the Northern Lights really well. Like I was in Iceland a few months ago and I saw, I saw them, but like, it, it was almost like they weren't even there. Like you had to really know what you were looking yeah. for. And then you had to put your camera on night mode and through the lens of your camera, you could really see it. But with the naked eye, you were like, oh, that weird light spot, I guess. Sure. I would only... love to yeah. really see them here. Yeah. No, I, I, I've i only seen, like you were talking about, kind of a hint of them Yeah. before. I'd love to experience that up in, up in the boundary waters if all the stars align and clear skies and the right uh, solar uh, issue, I guess. Yeah. Those. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So, yeah. um, so you're a canoer then you, you like more, more kayaker. So kayaker. I like, I like kayaking, uh, but yeah, less of a canoe. Canoes are a little too tippy for me. Oh, so I'd have to, I'd have to go with a kayak. Okay. So you're the kind of person who would like put a few days worth of stuff on your back and a tent and just, I no, no, not at all. <laughs> that's why, that's why it's not made the, the it's on the bucket list, but I got I'm not it. Gonna, I, I'll go out and kayak for an hour, but okay. uh, no. Yeah. I was going to be I'll really need, impressed. I'll like a llama to go with me to carry <laughs> all my stuff. Me too. It's, I'm not I, that yeah. person. I was going to be so impressed. Or maybe my son, who's a little stronger <laughs> and younger. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. All right. Uh, we got to move on. Howard, okay. what keeps you up at night? <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot that could keep me up at night, a lot more that that could keep me up at night. Uh, things that I don't have control over, right? Um, yeah. Uh, you know the the impact of climate change on our resorts, I think is is a real deal, um, as demonstrated by last year where we were, you know the the North Shore was just dumped on with Little. snow, just and the whole state of Minnesota, right? So yeah. Um, and then we go to that opposite extreme where, where we have lakes that aren't even iced up, yeah, yet, and and we're almost to you know early well it's one third the way through January practically, and we're supposed yep. to get that you know at this point I know I'm, you know I'm I'm not sure exactly when our uh, when this episode airs but but hopefully we'll have had a great ice season after that and but but at the moment uh, it's you know we're struggling with. Uh, Real snow levels. Lutzen received, you know, a few inches of snow, uh, but they've been making snow, thankfully, and and that drives a lot of winter business. Ice fishing, snowmobiling, it's all been impacted this year. And um, 
you know, in, in years past, the last couple of years, the Canadian wildfires, all the smoke yeah. from that, that, but I, I don't have as much control over that as, as I wish I could maybe. So the yep. things that I have control over, uh, it's, it's a double-edged sword. We, we you know, our, our company Odyssey Resorts has been, I, I'm not even sure if you know this one, but uh, was named uh, as one of the top 200, 200 employers in the state of Minnesota. And it's the top ranked hospitality company in Minnesota. Congratulations. Yeah, Congratulations. no, it is. It's fantastic, right? It's yeah. living up to that expectation for our employees, I think, sure. is what keeps me up at night. Because I, I need to make sure that... Uh, that the decisions that our company makes uh, positively impacts our employees as much as possible mm -hmm. and keeps it a good experience for them working for us. And I think uh, in a changing world where healthcare expenses are going up, daily, you know, inflationary impact on our on our employees make it make yep. it difficult. Um, the changing guest expectations. Mm -hmm. um, that, that continually evolve and impact our business. And again, climate change, the impact on on our occupancies based on guests' um, desires to come skiing and actually mm -hmm. see, you know, real snow and, and uh, those types <laughs> of things. Uh, you know, there's a lot involved with trying to keep ourselves relevant to our employees. Um, and I think that's 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 one that, that does keep me up at night if there's one. That thing. makes sense. I like that. Um, that's a good answer. And I think it's an answer that a lot of people are struggling with right now. Unemployment is historically low. And yeah. um, it's really hard to attain and then retain quality employees who are dedicated to the work and interested in, in helping and you know, I feel like this industry is all about the heart. Yes. So many people that I talk to, they're in it not for the money, but for what you've just described because right. it makes them feel good and and you know, the the, the servant leadership attitude and um just making sure that everybody is taken care of, guests and employees both, which yeah. is so lovely. It's just and really great. It's interesting that you say uh it's from the heart because our our baseline culture uh, is has been built around a book uh, uh, by Brandon Johnson called Hospitality from the Heart that teaches. Uh, oh, uh, well, it's hard to go into on a quick podcast, but <laughs> but uh, but but basically, it's all about you know um, hospitality. It, it it gives us a a real good uh, sense of what we need to get done, whether it's with humility or empathy and um and and there's there's you know a level of execution and commitment to really fulfilling what ex expectations both the employee as well you know the team member as well as the the guest has for their experience and and going above and beyond is um is natural for a lot of hospitality folks it really is. Uh, you, you, for a lot of the people that work for our company as well as others in the hospitality business, you don't really have to teach them hospitality. It's 
sort of innate in in inside but being able to speak to it with a common vocabulary and and uh, uh, explanations and awareness you know that that hospitality from the heart Chuck Chuck Payton uh, uh, at Odyssey he's been here for over 10 years really helped cement that as a as a cultural cornerstone and and we've been living it for 10 years 11 years now and uh, uh, it, it goes from all, the whole breadth of our company it really uh, is is something that we lean into and and so highly recommend the book hospitality from the heart uh, it 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 uh, it speaks to what a lot of us in hospitality already live. I definitely will check that book out. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Thank you. Sure. All right. Anything that you'd like to promote or any last thoughts? No, you know, uh, all, you know, a high tide rises all boats. Go on vacation, hit the North shore, hit to central lakes, go North, go South. Spend your vacation days. Yeah. They can't, they can't go unused. So That's uh, right. you can do a little bit of work while you're on vacation. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, that leisure, that, that blurry line between, you know, spending some time with your family and making memories. Uh, there's a lot of great places to do that, whether it's, you know, restaurants or, or, or a resort or a hotel or whatever the experience is just, Spend those vacation days and uh, and and encourage others, especially outside of Minnesota, to to show up and see what Minnesota has to offer. It's a great message to lead on or to leave on. <laughs> it is leading as well, though. I guess, yeah, I like it. Nobody sure ever. I think it was Barbara Bush who said, "Nobody puts on their tombstone." I wish I had worked more. Right. 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 Like, it is a necessary, uh, <laughs> you know, requirement yeah, in order to live. Yeah. But, but yes, yes, uh, I, I, you know, yeah, just, just spend those vacation days as best you possibly can. Agree. I think that's fantastic advice. All right. That is the show. One last shout out to our sponsor, Cafe and Bar Lursaw, the perfect spot for a delightful dinner and elevated hospitality, no matter the night, no matter the occasion. Howard Anderson, the Chief Operating Officer at Odyssey Resorts, thank you so much for joining me. And to all of you out there listening, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.